1: you're listening to the jack and chill podcast all right jack for this episode of jack and chill i have a fun game of this or that which for viewers means that i will ask jack whether he would prefer one option or a second option and he will tell me which one he prefers and then I will also answer. So Jack, do you prefer fruit cake, which is a holiday dessert that is kind of unpopular in the US. It's basically a, kind of like a loaf of cake with candied fruits incorporated right. into it, or ambrosia salad, which is a creamy sweet salad with several different types of fruit and fruit flavored marshmallows in it
2: yeah you know when i was a kid i would have said um ambrosia salad i would prefer that because it's kind of the texture is kind of like it's kind of like um gel jello or you know kind of a jelly um
1: yeah like a sweet whipped
2: yeah sweet whipped very light it's it's you know you know the expression there's always room for jello you know so At the end of of a big meal you could still eat a little bit of ambrosia salad and it's not gonna fill you up too much and it's sweet but Mm -hmm. now i i think it's disgusting it's way too sweet it's just um i would rather have a a slice of fruitcake to be honest Mm -hmm. um i don't mind fruitcake that much i mean i know that it's it's not my favorite um dessert but It's got some nuts in it. It's got some, uh, a little bit of candied fruit and a little bit of cake. So, you know, it's not, it's not too much. It's, it doesn't, um, overload the senses like ambrosia salad does. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Um, I never liked ambrosia salad even as a kid. I had kind of weird taste buds. Like I prefer dark chocolate over milk chocolate, even from being a little child. And mm. I, yeah, that's I would drink sophisticated. <laughs> black coffee also as a child. Oh, wow. Because the Mexico kids drink coffee. I had I did add some sugar into it, but I wouldn't put any milk and I didn't like it very sweet because I liked the like kind of bitter flavor profile. Yeah. Um, so I always had weird taste buds and I hated ambrosia salad. It was just horrible. Um, and I would say I would pick fruit cake, even though as a kid, I also didn't like the texture of like the candied fruits, raisins and like nuts in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would pick, I would pick those out, but now as an adult, I think I could just eat the whole thing. I think with like a coffee or like a ponche, which we make in Mexico, which is like the hot fruit punch drink, I think yeah. that it would be tolerable.
2: Yeah, I would. I would be right now. I would be very satisfied with a slice of fruit cake and a a latte, like that would be, that'd be nice. Like I wouldn't mind yeah. that. But <laughs> uh, like a bowl of Jack. <laughs> a bowl of marshmallows with you know Jello Whip and
1: cool whipped
2: and whipped cream does not. Ugh. It doesn't sound good to me. It's just a yeah. It's nasty.
1: I know. Yeah, I can't imagine. It would be like hard to get a spoon down. And then with the fruit cake, it's like, yeah, I could do it. You know, I, I wouldn't mind, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. All right, Jack, for our next one, do you prefer eggnog or hot chocolate?
2: Yeah, I know we're going to have a, a bitter uh, argument about this one, but I love eggnog. <laughs> I love. You know
1: it. what? I've come around to eggnog. I'll, oh. I'll let you finish but I'll
2: okay. let you finish. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big eggnog fan. My dad used to buy uh, – because they only sold it seasonally. Uh-huh. It's
1: still only up. sold seasonally. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and it was – my dad used to buy one called Holly Nog. That was, like, the name of the company. And oh, I, yeah. Nog, it was just, like you uh, like, a milk carton, but instead out came this, like, thick – I don't know how to describe horrible. it. It's so thick. Like it's just thick, <laughs> thick, thick. And um a thick liquid and and you drink it cold and it's not milk, but it's kind of it's milky.
1: It's kind um, of like a custard, like a liquid custard.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's very much like a liquid custard. But I In fact it is. Found, it
1: has eggs. Sorry, go
2: ahead. Yeah. Well, I just like to take like a coffee cup with a half a coffee coffee cup of eggnog, and mm-hmm. and it's so heavy and it's so rich that you could just take little sips and it feels like you're taking a whole bite of some kind of dessert. It's like drinking a dessert, basically. Um, mm-hmm. I I know the calories in there have to be astronomical.
1: Oh, like, it's bad because I had like it said for like four ounces, it's like over two hundred calories, and I definitely had like two eight ounce cups today, so I. I just downed like eight hundred calories of only eggnog in one day. <laughs> right,
2: right. <laughs> I mean, I could drink a whole carton of it. To be honest, like I, I tried to make it once, even, and it didn't turn out too well. I put too much vanilla extract in it, and oh, yeah. uh, it made my throat hurt. Um, so, so it yeah, it kind of burned. Um, but, I, you know, I love I love eggnog and I'm not I'm not a big hot chocolate drinker. I just don't. I've got a bunch in my house and it just expires because no one drinks it.
1: Is it like the Swiss Miss type that you have, though, like the instant hot cocoa? Yeah,
2: it's not like real. That's what. It's not real hot chocolate. It's just the, the exactly it's the powder that you mix uh, with yeah. hot, warm milk or or water if you. I think the water it tastes the worst. You know, if you Yeah, it's like it if you milk. hate
1: yourself and you drink it with water. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, that's just it's just sugar water and it's really gross. But um with milk it it's it's a little bit better. Um I just I just don't like to get my calories from drinks drink. usually. Yeah, unless yeah. you know I do I do drink milk, but I drink it with my coffee cuz right. I love ice lattes. So I will drink, you know, a lot of coffee with, with milk. Um,
1: but it's like a splash of milk in your coffee. Not like. Oh yeah. no. I
2: drink like full, actually I, I just lied to you. I drink a lot of calories uh, actually, if you count milk <laughs> because I'll put like uh, I'll make a really strong, like three espresso shots and then fill up a cup with ice and then the rest is milk. It's probably, oh, it's okay. probably only half a cup of milk. It's because there's so much ice in there. Right, but I'll drink those like I'll drink like two or three a day, because okay,
1: but that but milk does have some nutritional value. You're not really getting sugar like sugar calories through that, which is something I do admire because I definitely drink a lot of my calories lately. I mean, I had a full, I had like a sixteen ounce Coke and. Two eight-ounce cups of eggnogs just today, so I definitely drink my calories. I'm trying to be more mindful of that in the new year. <laughs>
2: it's so it's so easy to do, and I mean, I do I do sometimes uh, drink calories too, because like I said, I I drink I drink milk, and uh, and but I you know I drink diet soda uh, sometimes, so that's mm-hmm. you know got its own problems related to it, so. I'm, I'm by no means like Mr. Healthy over here on my high Mm -hmm. horse, you know,
1: you know, Um, I, as I've gotten older, I have come around to eggnog. So it's not the horrible choice I would have vilified you for before. Um, but I don't like the, like the Holly nog. Like I don't like the brand that you're talking about. It tastes, there's like a really strong nutmeg flavor to that brand that's like overpowering and it's like too thick and too sweet. Um, And I like, when I was younger, I used to prefer silk nog, like the, the veg- the I guess, vegan option that mm-hmm. was made with soy milk because it was thinner and it wasn't so thick. It was like a texture thing. And it had less of a really intense, like, eggy and nutmeg-y type of flavor. Right. So I, pr- I would ask my parents to purchase silk. Milk nog is what I would drink. I would not drink the regular eggnog because it was nasty, because it was like thick. And my sister really loved eggnog, and I just was never a fan. And in recent years, I've actually come around to it only specific brands. I like there's a brand here in Iowa called Kelowna Supernatural and it's like an organic i guess milk but it's like the eggnog is pretty thin and it has like cinnamon and stuff in it
2: yeah
1: and it's it's very kind of like thin it's so creamy but it doesn't have that custardy like flavor yeah. it's or almost thickness. clumpy
2: when it comes yeah to it's
1: a- not like clumpy yeah. or like thick so I really enjoyed that actually, um, and I've come around to it. But that being said, I do prefer hot chocolate, yeah. um, and that's because I don't drink the little sweetness packets. I always bring chocolate from Mexico and you dissolve that in milk um, and drink it. And I like to add some marshmallows in the bottom of the cup and then put like some whipped cream on top. Yeah, and go to town on that.
2: You just make real hot real hot chocolate like the way it's yes. supposed to be made. You mix, you put real chocolate in with milk and and then you can add the the sugar. You don't even have to add that much sugar probably because the marshmallows are sweetening it up enough.
1: Yeah, I to, don't add any sugar actually because it's like dark chocolate but it is sweetened.
2: Some. Oh, okay. So it's sweetened dark chocolate. Okay, yeah, yeah. that sounds really nice. That sounds wonderful.
1: Yeah, Um, and the Mexican one, it comes with, like, cinnamon and some other, like, spices in it incorporated into it. Um, Okay. So, yeah, it has a really rich, nutty flavor because it's, like, the actual cocoa beans that have been, like, crushed and processed. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's tasty. I mean,
2: I would be okay with either option, to be honest, but the thing is, (laughs) I haven't had eggnog for probably 20 years. So I'm just miss it. You know, they don't sell yeah. where I live here. I live in Korea. So we don't have eggnog here. You have to make your own. And I don't know. I'm too lazy to do that. So I think, um, just buying Holly nog in America would be, would be kind of nice just one time.
1: Yeah, and it's so special cuz it's like you can only really have it around the like very specific like from November to December maybe or like November to the very beginning of like the end of November to the very beginning of January is when you can find eggnog on the shelves. Yeah. And you kind of get like a a month and maybe a couple weeks, like 6 weeks of eggnog time at at the max. Um and then it's just mm-hmm. completely gone off the shelves and you can't buy it anywhere. Um, you so can go to McDonald's
2: it, and you can get an eggnog shake, which are amazing. Those are is that
1: a real thing. I've never had that before.
2: Yes. Yes. They have the shamrock shake, which is around St. Patrick's Day, which is mint. And then they have the, uh, around the holiday season, they've got the eggnog shake.
1: I yeah. may have to try that. I'm sure it's going to be like a thousand calories in one. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, a, got, I have to give it a try though. Now you that you've talked about it. Got to try it. All right, Jack. Uh, Now, what about Christmas ham or Christmas turkey? Which do you prefer? And which did you grow up with? I'm curious as well.
2: Um, Both. We've done turkeys and we've done hams. Um, I think maybe we did more turkeys than hams, if I'm not mistaken, but I'll take a Christmas ham any day of the week, like over uh, a Christmas Turkey, you know, Turkey is nice on Thanksgiving, but it's very dry. It's kind of, it's a dry meat. It's not like, it's not necessarily the most delicious bird meat or poultry that you can, that you can eat. I, I love it, but I eat it for nostalgic purposes, but a ham, oh man, a really nice ham is, is so good. Like, oh man, a couple slices of ham with some potatoes and yeah, it's just a, a beautiful uh, uh, meal. Yeah. I, I miss, I miss the Christmas ham to be honest. What about you? You know,
1: you know- if I could choose anything, I would choose duck, I think, to make on Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. But that wasn't one of the options. <laughs> so I will go with ham yeah. um, as well. I think turkey, it's just pretty bland. The only time I had really good turkey was my grandpa and I think my cousin like made a recipe together where it was like, turkey al pastor which is like a mexican taco kind of seasoning but not like what you would typically think of as taco seasoning in the midwest it has like um chipotles and like some other dried chilies and adobo like mixed in a spice mix and then rubbed on the turkey and it was really good yeah um it made the turkey super super flavorful but Besides that, I've just never been a huge turkey fan. I'm okay with the leg as well. Like, I prefer the leg over the breast or anything, but I just, I'm not a turkey fan. I mean, as you said, go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was just, it's easy to make it, it's easy to dry out the turkey. If you, if if it's cooked properly where people aren't adding water, basting it, um, you know, a couple sticks of butter (laughs) all over it, um, you know, it can really make it, make it delicious. So, it it depends on how it's prepared, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had it the most delicious turkey and it still wasn't. I it just it's harder to make that delicious and like if you just put a ham in there, you know, rub some spices or some hot honey on it or something and yeah. stick it in the oven, you know it's going to come out good.
2: And it even just even just it just bakes in its own fat
1: yeah and it comes out like good (laughs) every time pretty much it's just less of a hassle i I just prefer it um to cooking the turkey so you know
2: yeah
1: i i'm also a a ham fan what about candy canes or chocolate oranges now candy canes uh for viewers who are unfamiliar are these little cane-shaped candies that are white and red and they have a strong peppermint flavor very strong peppermint flavor um and then the chocolate orange is very popular here in the us and it's just a chocolate shaped like an orange it even has little wedges that come out of its hole and it's just kind of orange flavored but it does have like an artificial orange flavoring in my opinion
2: yeah, I mean the the when it comes to like eating, I'd probably rather eat the chocolate orange than the candy cane. But if you're if you're talking about aesthetics, you know, like like the the look of it, like I'd rather have a Christmas with candy canes and no chocolate oranges if uh-huh. that makes sense. Because we used yeah. to decorate our tree with candy canes. We'd yep. put them on the tree. And then you could, you know, if you're like need a mint or something and you're, you know, you could take one and break off a piece. But to eat a whole candy cane is is uh
1: kind of overwhelming.
2: Yeah, it's too much mint. It's, it's yeah. just not good.
1: Um, I kind of only like the green and white ones They're They come in different colors and the green and white ones have the like spearmint flavor. Have you had those? Yeah.
2: I know what you're talking about. Yep. They have like fruity they ones. Different. They have um, all kinds of different yeah,
1: bubblegum flavored ones. I do like those actually bubblegum ones and the lemon ones, like the lemon ones that are, or... but yeah, I think the aesthetics are a very Christmas thing. The red and white or the green and white or the red and green and white candy canes. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, even though I don't really like the chocolate orange because it's, it's kind of artificial tasting, I think I'd still rather eat it just because the candy cane gets so overwhelming after a while.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm not it's gonna just, eat a candy like, cane. <laughs> I think my, I don't think my teeth could handle it anymore. You know, it's
1: like burning your mouth too, and yeah. it's just like, it's just yeah, pure sugar. I don't know.
2: It's just eat. You're just eating a sugar. Like if I'm gonna eat that much sugar. I want to enjoy what I'm eating, like I don't want to. I'm not going to just open a bag of sugar and start, you know, taking spoons of sugar. I'm going to eat something decadent, you know, something naughty, um, a a dessert that I really enjoy. And so I wouldn't. I just wouldn't waste the calories on a candy cane, but a piece of chocolate, like one slice of of chocolate orange. I kind of like that. It's 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 like an interesting flavor. Like you said, you you said, use the expression flavor profile. It's got like orange zest in it, but it's also chocolate. I don't mind that. I wouldn't be able to eat the whole thing, obviously, but one slice of it would be, you know, kind of perfect.
1: Right. Yeah, for sure. How about Christmas cookies or gingerbread men? Now, Christmas cookies are like a sugar cookie with a sugar icing. It's literally just like cream or water and powdered sugar and food coloring that we put on top of Christmas cookies. Yeah. Um. And the base is just kind of like a vanilla, butter, sugar, cookie base. And then gingerbread men have a gingerbread base, which are, it has ginger as one of the seasonings. And then it has like treacle or molasses. So like a Thick dark sugar as another seasoning, um, and it has a much more spicy kind of flavor. It's heavily spiced.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Which do you prefer?
2: Um, you know, I don't mind gingerbread. I mean, I like it. Um, I, I can eat that. Um, I think it tastes interesting, but hundred percent, give me a Christmas cookie any day of the any day. Like I, I would love. I love Christmas cookies especially one shaped like a tree or Santa Claus or a star um you know those are i i love christmas cookies i i like them for the nostalgic purposes and i like the way they taste too so that's my choice what about yeah, you yeah
1: i i would also pick christmas cookie just because uh Like you said, gingerbread, you know, it's interesting. I could I could eat one um, and I would enjoy it. But I think Christmas cookies are just, they can be too sweet, which is why when I make my own, I prefer to just do like an outline of icing instead of covering the whole cookie in a sheet of icing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just one of those delights that you could just, you could eat five in a row easily and not really notice.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I... I, I, I indulge. That's why yeah. we don't, I don't have, I don't, we don't, we don't make them here. around.
1: <laughs> can I have them yeah. in your house? Yeah.
2: No, can, no, no, yeah, I can't. Easily. I can't. Especially, especially when my mom used to make them, she would make like a hundred, you know, I mean, yeah. they were, they were everywhere. They were, um, you, you every time I walked past the kitchen, I, I'd grab one or two and head down to watch TV. And that's why what they call it, the uh, holiday 15 or whatever you gain, like, uh, I guess that's not, no, that's the freshman 15. Sorry. The The holiday
1: five, I think. Holiday
2: five is what it's called, right? Yeah. Nowadays
1: it does feel like it could be more like 15.
2: Well, it used to be 15 for me probably, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) I would always gain a ton of weight around the holiday season because I just ate whatever I wanted and there were, it was, everything was around. You know, there's just every corner you turn, there's some new treats that my, my mom was preparing. Christmas cookies, chocolate-covered cherries, almond bark. I mean, how you what are you going to do? Say no to that? I mean, it's...
1: Yeah, it's just especially as a kid, there's, like, so many treats. I remember uh, one time I was at, like, my dad's, uh, like, department's Christmas party, because my dad is a professor, and i remember i grabbed like another cookie i already had like two or three and then one of the other professors was like watching us children kind of and he said how many have you had and i said one and he's like oh that's the per well that he's like well the perfect answer is two because no one will tell you that you can't have another one and i said well the perfect answer is one because then i can have two more not just one more, <laughs> and I had yeah, I had lied and said I'd only had one already, but I'd already had three. Um, and it's just such a kid thing because there's just like there's literally mountains of different desserts, like holiday cookies and brownies. Yeah. and
2: Why was know. that guy? What was he the Cookie Police or something?
1: That's kind of what he was. I was like, I don't know what, why he was on my butt about this, but he was kind of messing with all the kids in the same way, but it was kind of annoying. I was like, bro, you didn't even bring these. I will have as many as I want.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't like that at all. I don't like that. It's like a form of shaming. Uh, yeah, shaming for sure. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it some adults, uh, you, you like to do that to kids, and I, I never understood what... Uh, why they do that it's it's really annoying
1: right what the power trip is about i mean kids are there to enjoy the holidays they don't really have to worry about calories the same way we do either they're like running around burning that off pretty much constantly sure
2: (laughs) of course of course
1: yeah and yeah it's just it's such a joyous experience because literally there's like mountains of brownies mountains of Different types of cookies, cake. Um, oh,
2: fudge. My mom used to make fudge too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love fudge.
1: Fudge. There's like the least popular desserts, which are like, you know, fruit cake. bourbon cake, <laughs> fruit cake.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Bread pudding with raisins in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Things yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like the ones that are kind of like sugary snacks, like candy covered pretzels or chocolate covered strawberries or you know whatever um but yeah there's just such an assortment of different snacks i think it's just yeah. such a great time ta- great time to be a kid because you're like so awestruck by all of this delicious food and you don't even you're not worried because you didn't have to bring anything to the party that was your parents job so you're yeah just- yeah, yeah
2: yeah just, I, just sneaking cookies is the is is the best uh part of it i mean it usually those, those kinds of, uh, holiday parties, nobody cares. Everyone's the adults are, are getting drunk and, you know, they're drinking, they're drinking a different kind of eggnog, you know, eggnog with some bourbon or
1: yep. <laughs> some
2: alcohol in it. Um, uh, which I always thought was disgusting. I tried that when I was an adult, I, I drank the alcoholic eggnog and I was like, why would you ever ruin eggnog with alcohol?
1: Like, you should have the one in Mexico. It's called rompope, and it's like it's much tastier than the eggnog spiked with alcohol here in the U.S. It's like a, it's thinner, and it has like more different spices in it, and it's really and kind of vanilla flavored, and it's very tasty. It kind t- of tastes like a Bailey's Irish, but like oh,
2: okay, eggnog. then I could get on board probably.
1: Yeah, it's then. good. Okay. Yeah. But the one here, it's, like, the texture is kind of wrong for, for like, the alcohol as well. It, like, makes it thick, and it's already thick, and then it's just, like, thick and burning your throat at the same time. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's just, well, it just has a horrible aftertaste. It's just, like, ugh.
1: ugh. Yeah, you're, like, why no, did thanks. I drink that? <laughs> for sure. All right, which brings us to our next talking point, Terrible Christmas Traditions. Jeff, mm. what is something you think is a terrible Christmas tradition? What are
2: terrible Christmas traditions. Um, all right. Well, let's see here. I think one terrible Christmas tradition is car- caroling. Like caroling is annoying, right? Like, yeah. If you're participating in caroling, you're you have to go outside in the freezing cold weather, and then you're going to people's houses and singing. Uh, to them but they didn't ask for it so it's unsolicited singing and they're
1: kind of interrupting your like holiday time
2: yeah you're eating dinner or something and then it's like oh hey carol the carolers are here and then we all have to run out and pretend that we enjoy that they came by but we're just like really hoping they'll leave really soon (laughs) and you know, it's just this like and the carolers are so excited and they think that everybody loves it. And it's like, you know, it's like when your when your toddler gives you a, a artwork from kindergarten or whatever, <laughs> and you're like, look, look what I made, you know, and you have to be like pretend that it's the most amazing uh, painting ever painted, um, of a horse or whatever and and uh, but really, you know, it's you, you don't it's not genuine. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe some people enjoy it, the, like genuinely enjoy caroling. I just, frankly, think it's more of like a movie thing. It's like like
1: a performance thing too. Like a like we yeah. perform. Um, it's just like a, a tradition, so people perform it even if they don't want to. Kind of.
2: Well, you know the 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 thing. I, my problem with it again is just the in, intrusion, like going to people's houses and doing it. I kind of like um, like maybe if you go to a performance, like if you go to a church service or something like that, and then there's a choir singing some of the Christmas songs, then right. I, I'm i like, that's great. I, That's what I signed up for. Or but- if you're
0: like, save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app.
1: If a carol, you know, I think it'd be better if like the carol group like went downtown or something and they were just like downtown kind of busking like because if you're in the downtown area yes. or whatever then you'd expect to see stuff like that on Christmas and it kind of I don't of,
2: mind that either. I don't mind public yeah. public singing around the the holiday season. I'm not a total Scrooge. I'm not like a boomer right. bug. I just think it's like the personal intrusion like I'm in the middle of Die Hard um you know, it's like a <laughs> really cool part coming up and then I hear These people singing outside, I can't be rude and ignore them, but I have to humor them, but I don't really appreciate it as much as they think that I appreciate it. So, you know, you know who appreciates the carolers are elderly people. They just love that stuff. So they should just go to elderly people's houses and just put a smile on on. Or like
1: elder, like they should go to nursing homes and just like sing. I that would be like the most. Go to nursing
2: homes. That's what they they love. That don't don't carol on my street. No one. Yeah, get off
1: my freaking street. We're like (laughs) get
2: out of get off my yard. I'm shake my cane at them.
1: Yeah, you know, I I I'm not a fan of carolers either. I, I. the interruption. You know what I think would be a really funny comedy sketch is if you're like in there arguing with your family and the Carolers like knock on the door, and you have to like open the door and you're like, like suffer. What? <laughs> what do you want? Yes, you have to like suffer through it. Back
2: the house with balls of holly. Shut
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> you're like glass breaking in the background. Yeah, People like yeah. fighting. I mean, yeah, the intrusion aspect is something that's hard, especially because I think. American culture is very individualistic and we don't like have community in the same way that other cultures do. And I think yeah. we, I, I mean, I'm not shitting on your perspective. I have the same perspective as you. I don't want anyone like knocking on my door. I probably won't answer. Um, <laughs> And yeah. we don't like, l- we don't really have that kind of, of community aspect. And it does feel like an intrusion and you have to suffer through this. And then oftentimes part of the tradition is like, you have to offer them like hot chocolate or something to drink.
2: Yeah. Right. And and some, some figgy pudding. Yeah.
1: And yeah. Like, I don't around. even know
2: what figgy pudding is. I'm sorry.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. I've never
2: seen it. I've never had it before. I couldn't pick a fig out of a police lineup probably. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, get off my lawn, you carolers! What else is there? Yeah, what, what's is- another like horrible Christmas tradition? I, I, I I'll, t- I'll give you an example. I have one. I think that you would agree with is like, I think this like this idea of parents that just go way over the top with presents is ju- is getting out of hand. Like, you know, um, it's like keeping up with the Smiths. We say right that expression. Or,
1: or like keeping up with the Joneses, you
2: mean? Jo- Joneses, sorry, not the Smiths. I'm thinking of Fine. something else. Maybe I'm thinking of the movie Mister and Mrs. Smith.
1: <laughs> yeah, you um, probably are. Yeah,
2: keeping up with the Joneses. That's what I meant to say. Um, it's the, the idea that you have to like match what your neighbor's doing and do a little bit better just 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 to prove to everyone watching how how well you're doing. You know, as far as like financially being financially successful. And so, you know, I got my kids an Xbox, a new, you know, video game PlayStation. And, oh, well, then I got mine, the newer one. And, you know, there's this one up one one upsmanship. Um, I don't I don't like it. I, I feel like the Christmas has just become and this has been for a long time, way too consumer based. You know, it's just it's all about consumerism. How much can we consume and, and stuff that'll be in a closet, uh, two months from now, just collecting dust, just junk. Mm -hmm. And I, that, that's, that's one aspect of, of Christmas that I really, I, I don't know. I, I just, it's, it's really gotten out of, out of control, I think. So I, I don't like that aspect of, of the, of Christmas. I, I want I want to get back to to a more uh traditional approach to it, which is the the family time. It's you know yeah. a time to not work, a time to decompress, spend time with family, and really make connections and like what you said, you're always about the experience presence. Yep. Like, why not do something like that, like go skiing or do something as a family use the money to like do something instead of just buy something just always buying s- dumb stuff plastic garbage that's going to end up in the middle of the ocean a year and a half from now you know right yeah that's my i'm on i'm on my soapbox this morning
1: i you know i agree i agree because As you know, I'm a huge proponent of the experience gift. I think experiences are so much more valuable to us than item like actually getting physical material goods. Um, And those memories are something you get to keep forever. And and its value only increases with time, looking Mm -hmm. back. And with the junk you get on Christmas, it's like, okay, well, in 30 years, is this going to be any good or in you know, in twenty in just five years now, with with planned obsolescence, is probably going to be in the trash.
2: I have a Nintendo um, Wii it's just collecting dust.
1: Yep, yeah. we got a Wii yeah. as well. It also collects dust. We got a Wii for Christmas one year. Yeah. Um, it's collecting dust. We barely we we didn't play it that much to be honest. At the time, there weren't that many games for it in the U.S. and like I don't know. I just there's I think. If I ever have kids, I would like to include them on what would they like to have for Christmas? What would they like to do? You know, if they want some junk, sure, maybe they can have some junk. But like, mm-hmm. wouldn't you rather travel, or would you rather go on a ski trip, or would you rather go, you know, do something else and and spend that time together and that money more wisely? Um, then, yeah, then buying a bunch of junk. I actually haven't gotten presents for anyone this year. And I, and I don't want presents from anyone either. I have enough stuff. I just don't want more stuff. I mean, there's a couple things that people in my life like need that I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get them that. But like, if I already have enough things, I don't want more clothes. I don't want like physical items especially someone who travels so much it just clutters up your space and i don't have like the the space to be storing perpetually storing tons and tons of clothing items so
2: right and i find <laughs> I, I i wear the same thing over and over again anyway like the, the of of my clothing choices i there's a very narrow scope of what i will wear anyway I mean, I I spent a lot of my time just at home wearing like Adidas, an Adidas tracksuit, you know, it's like, if I'd have known that's all I like, I would have just bought like five tracksuits in every color of the rainbow. And that's, that's all I'm going to wear. Yeah. It's very strange why, how we uh, collect stuff that we think we need and then, you start to look go through your stuff, and you're like, "Wow, I I I don't need any of this stuff. I just um, so I, I'm. I think the consumerism is one you know terrible aspect of uh, Christmas. The the and you know it's been like that for I don't know fifty years, probably maybe longer. Um, but it's but it just seems to get more out of control every every decade. You know, it just gets ridiculous um and uh yeah the other one was uh i guess i was i'm really anti-caroling although compared to consumerism i'll i'll take caroling over (laughs) consumerism so go take
1: caroling any day i for me i guess mine are my tradition that i really don't like is in mexico there's Something called Christmas like salad. I don't know why it's called this. It's a soup, not a salad to begin with, and it's it's cold, sweet beet juice, and mm. that's like the base for the soup. So yeah. it's like bright red, and inside it has like chunks of fruit, like apples, oranges, jicama, and then it has um, like candied. Peanuts floating in it too. Well,
2: and, why not? At this point. <laughs>
1: yeah, right? And I stop of, there?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. a couple other things I don't remember. Um, And, and I've just hated it ever since I was a child. And I don't think there will ever be a time where my taste buds will actually like this. And my mom makes a big old pot of it every year. When I was a kid, she would force me to eat a certain amount of it. And I would just... It would be so hard not to barf because it was yeah. just... The you know beet juice just doesn't work. You lost me.
2: You lost me at beet juice. To be honest, like after that, it didn't matter what was it. It it, it could be gold bar, (laughs) gold bullion in there, and I I don't care. After that's um, how I
1: felt. I did not want, especially sweet beet juice as like a base. It was just it's so bad. Um, and I've never liked this. And my father actually really likes it for some bizarre reason. Um, yeah,
2: Dad's uh, always like that weird have strange palettes like
1: yeah they have weird ass taste but weird taste buds for sure um but i just uh, that's probably the worst tradition i can think of is is that and then another i'll I'll add in a little another one here and a last one for me i think it's having to see family that you don't want to see. And I think this is changing with each generation and my generation does this less now, but just idea of packing your kids up and forcing them to go see grandma and grandpa or, you know, and it's kind of a time we have such little time off these days. So little vacation time and it just, feels like it'd be so great to be able to spend that time decompressing or traveling or doing something that you want to do. And instead we spend it seeing family that we sometimes don't even want to see. (laughs) Um, Uh Yeah, for real. And family that doesn't necessarily see eye to eye with us or doesn't respect us. And it can be demoralizing to have to spend that little time off seeing people that you don't want to see in the first place
2: yeah no that's that's a good point you know i don't have that problem i live in south korea all my family live in america so i i never see them but i know that uh several of them will not speak to me because of our political differences and uh so you know it would be very awkward to try to have a a Christmas a holiday get together because I know that, you know, eventually the conversation will go to politics and I'll express my opinions and they'll, you know, denounce them as uh evil and it'll be it'll turn into a huge a huge fight, a huge argument. So um yeah, it's it's funny how um families are kind of split right now over the very uh, in English we say polarized uh political landscape in America and so I I yeah I, I I think you're right like why why put yourself through that it's like be because it's a tradition it's like well right. that's a dumb reason to do something you don't want to do you know it's just out of tradition. It's like, well, make a new tradition. all right, my new tradition is not putting myself through that painful experience and uh going on a ski vacation with my you know best friend or something, whatever you know um there's there's i I think we get we get stuck in these these ideas like you we have to do it, but why right. You're- it's not making anyone happy. That's the and the whole point of it is to be joyful and and happy holidays. But if if you if you're not if you don't want to be around certain family members, why put yourself in that situation? So, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting thing. I, I think, like you said, I think younger generations are starting to go. You know what? I get very little time off. I'm not even going to go home for Christmas. I'm going to spend it with my friends or with my boyfriend, my girlfriend, or whatever my significant other. Um, we're going to make our own traditions and um, the heck with uh, all, all the old traditions from the 1980s or the 1990s. We're, we don't have to do that anymore. And I respect people to do that. I, I like that.
1: Yeah. So, Jack, moving on, Um, I have some other this or that type questions.
2: Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Which do you prefer? The Grinch movie, the Grinch cartoon, or the new animated Grinch movie? I would guess mm. which of all the Grinch series or movies do you prefer?
2: Okay. So I, I saw the 1969 one, I think. It's, I, I can't remember what year it was, but it's the old Grinch cartoon. It's about a half an hour long. It's about 30 minutes or 25 minutes long. Then there's the Grinch movie with Jim Carrey, which is a full feature length movie. And it's a live, you know, live action um, movie of the Grinch. And then they also recently released a kind of Pixar. I don't know if it was Pixar, but like a a CG animated Grinch
1: movie. I saw that. Mm -hmm. Okay,
2: and I never I haven't seen that one um because part
1: of it i turned it off after a while i didn't like it yeah it
2: it looked boring to me and it it was Mm -hmm. like i i I think the perfect length for the grinch story is about 20 minutes or 25 minutes which and so the grinch cartoon i love the animation it's very loyal to the book dr seuss's animated style Mm -hmm. it's um it's got a great message it's funny it's got really good music it's got the whole thing so and it's also creepy it, my my daughter used to be very scared of the grinch um from that cartoon cuz he does look very creepy um, he does not, look scary. not as creepy as the jim carrey one that's even worse but
1: right the one slur like is the one that got me for Dr. Seuss. I had a dream that the one slur was choking me when I was about like eight years old, and after that, I never wanted to watch. I never wanted to read the Lorax again, which is another famous Dr. Seuss um, story. Yes. And I'm, I, yeah. I loved the Lorax prior to that. I would force my, I would force anyone who would offer to read to me, um, to read me the Lorax as a child.
2: Yes, again, um, conservation story—a story of conservation and and you know a great message, but done in in a super creative way that's this amazing. Um, yeah,
1: a very very creative and fun way. Yeah, um, they,
2: they tried to make that into a movie recently too, and it didn't really work. Again, well, like it it doesn't quite do it. Um,
1: yeah, it's like they kind of messing it up. It just doesn't work the same. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually am going to go a little against the grain and say my favorite of all the Grinch remasterizations or whatever is just the original story. I just mm-hmm. nothing beats, you know, as the kid sitting in, you know, your parents lap or whatever, having them read you the Grinch and just following along with the illustrations, the original illustrations, which are very well done. Mm -hmm. And you kind of imagine all the different food they talk about and all, you know, and and the Grinch and what he's like. And just like nothing beats how vivid a child's imagination is. And I think that that's something really special. So I think for me personally, I would have my kids read the story. I would read it to my kids because it's just such a special little story.
2: Yeah. Go to the source. Um, yeah, yeah I I think you're probably right. I mean, I can't argue with that. I think the Grinch cartoon from the 1960s is is the be- second best choice. Um, but yeah, I think reading the story uh, is, is the best. When you're a child, I, it's the best. It's great.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I was gonna chime in and say as an adult, I actually watched the Jim Carrey one because I did not see it as a child. I saw it later. And seeing it as an adult, it is pretty funny, at least to me. So I did enjoy it. I mean, Jim Carrey kind of has a really physical comedy aspect. So he's kind of wacky, you know, and I think the whole concept worked pretty well. Um, with his acting and, um, yeah, it got some laughs out of me seeing it as an adult. I mean, as a kid, I think it's like, it's not going to be as funnier as like entertaining maybe, but as a, as an adult, I, I, it kind of similar to watching Elf or something. I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The movie Elf is probably one of the best Christmas movies of the last 20 years, Yeah, that is a
1: great Christmas movie. Yeah. 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 And then speaking of The Grinch, uh, as our listeners may or or may not be familiar with, The Grinch's heart grew three times that Christmas, meaning that he became a much better, warmer, kinder, and more empathetic person by the end of the story. So, Jack, what makes your heart grow three times during the holiday season?
2: Oh, that's a good question. What makes my heart grow three sizes? Um, I'm gonna go back to uh, I'm gonna go back to the uh, cartoons, um, because there's one cartoon that makes my heart grow three sizes, and uh, the, you you know this one, it's the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, uh
1: huh. Never thought you... all the way through.
2: Oh, you've never seen the whole thing. Oh my gosh. Okay, this one is uh. It's got the music, it's got the story. Um, and at the end, when all the you know all the kids are singing uh, around the, the little Christmas tree that Charlie Brown had bought, it was a such a sad tree, but they dressed it up and, and made it look nicer. And then they were all singing. I don't know, I, I really love that. Uh, I think because I, I watched it with my daughter when she was young. I, would, I I somehow downloaded it off of the uh, internet like uh, 20 years ago or something and mm-hmm. or 15 years ago. And um, so every Christmas, my daughter and I would watch this as kind of a tradition. We'd watch uh, The Grinch. She didn't like The Grinch. That scared her uh, when she was young. But she did love the Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, especially the music and um and uh, then that story always kind of gets me you know it always kind of it kind of tugs at my heartstrings and so it kind of makes me my heart grow three sizes uh larger uh during the holiday season so that i i've kind i kind of uh, tied in the our last section to this this last segment here what about you what makes your heart grow three sizes
1: well i think This Christmas, it was I was just in the shop with my aunt. Um, we were getting like some last-minute Christmas lights for the for the bushes outside because some of ours burned out. Um, and getting a couple other things we needed at Target. And I walked past these little kids, really little kids who I think were with their grandparents. And kids must have been like three and four or something. And the little boy was asking you know, oh, well, you know, if we do this, how will Santa know that this one's for me? And how will Santa know? Like, he was asking how Santa would <laughs> know or be able to figure out certain things. And it yeah. was, it's so cute because, you know, as an adult, we know that Santa isn't real. Um, And yeah. it's, but it's like such a joy to hear children like caught up in that kind of fantasy of santa
0: yeah um
1: it's just so it's so cute and like warm and and fuzzy and you hope that they it's almost like it's just the christmas magic it's just so real when you're a kid you're like waiting for santa to come and you're so excited you can't even sleep it's just like the world is such a great place when you're a kid
2: (laughs) i know i know that uh... I, I miss that uh, the your eyes just wide open at midnight on or you know eleven fifty nine on Christmas Eve because you're just too excited to to go to sleep. Um, and you yet you still that. fall asleep and then you wake up in the morning and you rub your eyes and you're like, and then you remember it's Christmas morning and you run to the tree. I mean, how great is that? That is the greatest. Um that memory also makes my heart grow three three sizes. Just remembering what it's like to be a kid and then remembering what it was like for my daughter to wake up on Christmas and trying to give that to her. That was how great. did
1: your daughter find out Santa wasn't real? um
2: uh, my wife said that I just told her one day. And uh I don't remember doing that, Dang but I probably that. did. I, brutal. I know. I just I just said like, Oh, yeah, he's not real. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I I did that. I think I felt like she was old enough to where it was like, you know, the 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 mystery is is gone now. It's you know.
1: How old do you think she was when that happened?
2: According to my wife, she was probably nine or ten. But I oh. I would think maybe she was like 11 or something, maybe a little bit older, you know, right. in, in elementary school. It wasn't like she was four or five and I just, you know, right. ruined her. the magic. it was getting close to the time where you start to, you know, they start to hear rumors and innuendo around the, uh, the school that uh, Santa may not be real. So right. I just kind of told her, yeah, it's not real
1: you wanted her to hear it from you.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 It so I wanted her to know that I was the one that stayed up till two 30 in the morning, trying to put the, uh, the, the, the kitchen set together. Um, it, it was very difficult. I was like sweating and <laughs> it took, you needed all these crazy tools to, and it was weighed a ton. And, uh, you know, it was like a, a, a fake kitchen kitchenette, you know, a- area with a, refrigerator Mm -hmm. and all this stuff and oh man those days building those toys I I do not miss that at all
1: right yeah well that's wild I don't know how I think my dad also just told me Santa wasn't real I was like I was like oh I was like 13 though but it's not that I didn't think Santa wasn't real already it was like my sister was older than me and she kept pretending Santa's real so she could keep writing her list to Santa and just like have my parents give her presents yeah. um She's and smart. <laughs> yeah and so she yeah. was like keep writing your list to santa and so then we just kept doing it. and then my dad i think was fed up with us doing that so he just told us santa wasn't real i was like 12 or th- i must have been 12 or 13 and she was yeah. like 15 or 16 well, like, 15. what do you
2: want just tell me yeah. what you want <laughs> yeah.
1: grow up or whatever but even when i was like 10 or 11, I think I still believed in Santa because I remember asking Santa Claus for an older brother because I was tired of my sister picking on me. And I was like, you know, if I had an older sibling, I bet that would fix it. (laughs) Then I'd have someone to pick on her (laughs) so that was my thinking and i think i was like probably 10 or so when i thought of that genius plan
2: like i can't deliver this one so uh yeah sorry
1: (laughs) yeah younger sibling maybe older siblings out of the question yeah yeah,
2: younger might be possible but older we're not adopting a uh, uh, a kid
1: right adopting a child so yeah that was out of the question All right, listeners, well, let us know what your favorite holiday traditions are in your neck of the woods. And, um, yeah, tell us what you think about our holiday traditions here in the United States. Um, And, yeah, what are some of your favorite holiday movies? Are there uh, certain foods that you eat during this time of year? Um, You know, what is something that really warms your heart during this holiday season? let us know at a to z english podcast at gmail.com drop us a comment on our website a to z english podcast.com and join our whatsapp group a to z english podcast and our wechat group and we will see you guys next time bye-bye
2: bye-bye